Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot... Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds, season two. Thank you so much for sticking with us. As always, it's Kelly Williams. And Troy McEady. And this episode is going to be very fun. Um, Right before we started recording, we found out that the Bubbas are, in fact, splitting. Yeah. It's, like, crazy that that is, like, I don't know what kind of, like, witchery we did in a past life, but, like, what the fuck? Now, before we get into everything that is Vanderpump Rules, Troy, can you talk about the evil witch at the airport? (laughs) And I'm going to have to mute myself. Troy and I did a meeting with someone this week, and he was telling the story, and I was cry laughing. (laughs) So if you don't follow me on Instagram, which you should, Dunzo, Dunzo Pod, um, I had like a crazy fucking travel experience for our last, uh, the last show that we did in L.A., where this woman, in a nutshell, came up to me. She worked there technically, but I swear to God, she was a mirage. Like, I swear on everything that I know in this world, I could have put my hand through her. And, like, nobody else saw her. And she was, like, very fucking rude. She took my phone out of my hand to, like, make sure I was going to the right place. And she was, like, checking people at the door. And I was in the right place, and she misdirected me. She ended up making me miss my flight. 
So then I had like three connecting flights. I was flying for over 24 hours. I slept at three airports. It was like, it was like home alone. Like at the end of the day, I was basically riding home in a bus with the polka band to get home. It was like psychotic. Uh, and also on top of it, when I got to my last airport, the airline had fucked up my luggage so bad that there were no wheels on my suitcase anymore. <laughs> and I drugged that bitch across the airport and didn't give a fuck. And I skid up the floor and did not care. I'm pretty sure there were sparks coming off my back and I couldn't have cared less. I just wanted to get home. <laughs> I kept texting Troy. I'm like, you home yet? No. No. You home yet? No. I'm sleeping in Boston. I'm like, why are you in Boston? <laughs> like I'm on the floor in DC. I was also going to tell you too, that when I came home without, I didn't real. I forgot that I was dragging my suitcase without uh, wheels on it. And it was like metal prongs on the ground. And I, I drug it in my doorway and I ripped my door frame out of the ground with the wheels of the suitcase. And I didn't realize. <laughs> and my landlord called me and he was like, what happened to your door? Because <laughs> I think he thought somebody tried to break in. And I was like, oh. what? <laughs> I went outside and I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and you just bought that luggage, didn't you? Yeah, I just got it for our trips. So that's cool. Speaking of our trips, guys, everyone who was at the live show enjoying the live streams. Thank you so much. We had so much fun. It's like every time I think about it, I just start smiling. I can't believe how fun it was. The people we got to meet, if we got to meet you or take a shot with you or whatever, like, thank you for coming. It was just the greatest, this greatest experience of my life. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. And we do have some more dates hopefully coming up probably in like June and July. Yeah. So let's get into um, Vanderpump Rules, Troy. I did black out at TomTom Tom and Sir in my time <laughs> in LA. That was great. But what well, are your... Go ahead, sorry. I want to ask you, like, what your origin story is with this show. Like, how did you start watching it? Because you didn't watch Beverly Hills. No. So basically with Laguna Beach, everyone was like, you have to watch Vanderpump Rules. And I'm like, shut up. I don't need to watch it. I don't need to watch it. And then I think it was season six, I jumped in mm -hmm. and I was like, oh, now I get it. Mm -hmm. And I rewatched from the beginning and caught up in everything. So I was, I was bullied to watch it and I'm glad that I was bullied to do so. Yeah. I would say that it's definitely like, like if you're a reality TV person, it's like benchmark reality television. Like it's definitely iconic and everybody should see it once, you know? Absolutely. At or at least like certain episodes. Right. Like you should know who these people are, at least if you don't watch. And I think my favorite part of the show, maybe not so much now, but all of them are so unlikable. Mm -hmm. I like, I mean, I've always liked Katie and I know people hate Katie. I get it. I get it. I get right. it. But there was something about her I liked. And then like, Kristen, are you kidding me? I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. The actual star of the show, I'll say it 80 million times while we're recording, just so everybody knows. I think this is a Danny Pellegrino quote. They, I think it's quote, they should call Vanderpump Rules the house that Kristen built. Because it truly, I mean, if you think about it, if you removed her from the show, what would it have even been about? Yeah. I mean, honestly. like You have this like giant drunk giraffe smoking cigarettes and screaming at everybody. And, like, being the perfect reality star, like, yeah, you know, just enough of, like, being not self-aware 
and living her life completely open to the cameras, like way more than anybody else. And just like having no, not learning from anything. That's the greatest thing about Kristen. Like she just doesn't learn from any of her mistakes. And it's amazing. What's really funny about all those cast members, like say if I was to watch Summer House or something, I'd be like, I want to be friends with Lindsay Hubbard. Like I would Mm -hmm. be her friend. All the Vanderpump cast members, I would want them to be like your friend. So I could hang around with them and hear right. all their drama without being like attached to it. I totally get that. That's a really good point. And I think that that's initially like when the show was still good. <laughs> uh, that was what was so like intoxicating about it was that it, it felt like such a flawed, authentic group of people that mm-hmm. were like very fucked up and like nobody was the hero, you know, and it's very relatable because like when you think about your friends it's like yeah they're great people but they're all fucked up you know what I mean Troy hears <laughs> about my friend stuff all the time and he's like what the fuck <laughs> well my friends are just as fucking rotted to be honest with you like <laughs> when you have a friend group for a long time they're yeah you know you just it's it's like this where you're like we've all it's incestual it's like you know it's crazy who would you say your favorite cast member is and I'm sure it changes but as of right now my favorite cast member as of right now well I will tell you that I have not I didn't even finish this season that's okay I just kind of had to let go I was like this feels like a dead horse (laughs) uh (laughs) but you know I love I'm I feel like as far as the new generation of Vanderpump like the this 2.0 version of it. I'm a James Kennedy girl. Like I'm enthralled by James Kennedy's story, I guess. Okay. I just find him like a real, he's a good reality star to me. That's fair. That's fair. Like just engaging. I would never want to like hang out with James, but I like watching him on TV. (laughs) I really like Ariana. Yeah. Ariana's great. I know a lot of people. I mean, I like Katie too. My opinions are going to be very unpopular. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I can't get down with Katie. I don't know what you're talking about. I know, but I like Ariana a lot, especially when she looks at Jax and she's like, no, you're not learning from anything. <laughs> right. Have I ever told you why I started watching this show? No. It's so random. So I don't know if you know, well, I'm sure you know now because everybody has talked about it, but Stasi used to be on like a different reality show mm-hmm. called Queen Bees. And I used, I was obsessed with Queen Bees in high school because it was like Bad Girls Club, but just like young girls. And Stasi was like the star of this low budget Canadian ass reality show. Was it based in LA still? It was based in LA, but it was a noggin show. Oh my God, noggin. So it was like on after Degrassi and stuff. Like it was like in that lineup. Okay. And it was about, you know, them being these like bad girls that were reformed and then they go to the house to learn how to be like good girls. And it would be like, today's challenge is like, like one of them would be like, I steal, I don't give a fuck. So it would be like, your challenge is to walk around LA in a burglar outfit. (laughs) (laughs) And have everybody point at you and hold a sign that says, I steal or something. They could be shit like that. This sounds familiar. It's really good. I highly suggest at least just watching the clips on YouTube. There's so, I mean, it's a 16-year-old saucy being like, if my friends run out of money at the mall, I say leave, bitch, you're poor. You're (laughs) ugly. Go home, poor. Not go home, poor. (laughs) 
So then I was like, when this show premiered, I was like, wait a minute. I know that girl from the low budget reality show, Queen Bees on Noggin. So I watched it because of that, not even because of Beverly Hills. <laughs> what do you think of all the firings that happened, what, two, two seasons ago? Mm-hmm. I mean, I thought it would have been fucking insane had Stassi kept her job. Yeah. Fucking psychotic. Um, but, you know, I feel like for Bravo, it's like it's it's difficult and it's like a slippery slope because they have so many rotten people on their, on their network that it's like, I feel like they think, well, if we fire this person, then the, the, the audience is going to think we're going to fire that person and then that person and then this person. So it's like a slippery slope. But I mean, Stassi absolutely should have gotten fired. I know. And the title of her new book where it's like off with her head, the basic bitch coming back from being canceled. I'm like, I think you're missing the point. Totally. And like, you've done no growth publicly, maybe privately you have, but like, we don't know you to have publicly been remorseful about what you did. Other than like, sorry, I hope my sponsors come back. Yeah. Like she's had a really long time to do something, Mm -hmm. to say something, to appear on something, to do some sort of like call. I mean, if Jamie Lynn can get on fucking call her daddy, bitch, I'm sure you could, you know? That's a good point. It's like, I really honestly thought she would like, even just from a PR standpoint, I thought she would try and like make it better, but she's just been hiding and being a mom. It's crazy. Before we get into all the blinds, guys, I know we've been rambling a little bit. I need to know your Jax Taylor opinion simply because I will never forget. I started watching, like I said, season six. And I mean, Jax is awful always. Mm -hmm. But I started watching season one and I texted my friend Megan and I was like, Jax is kind of hot. And she goes, wait. (laughs) Yeah, Jesus. Season one Jax is like, 40 years younger than he is now it's so crazy so insane and we're also afraid Jax is gonna find this episode and publicly dox (laughs) Jax is interesting I he's another one that I'm like wow what an incredible reality star like what an amazing idiot who just never learns anything and is not self-aware at all Mm -hmm. you know it's like so fun to watch but Jax is extremely I think We'll get into this, I guess, but I think Britney is the worst thing that ever happened to the show. And I think she's the reason that the show went to shit, personally. Like, her disruption of the group changed the format of the show, and it's never been the same. And, yeah, I mean, Jax and Britney are just fucking horrific. Like, I never want to see them again. Yeah. And unfortunately, now the Bubba's are breaking up. And we're sorry for whatever we did to put that into you. <laughs> I prayed on it for years. I know that did I put you? that into I wanted them to break up since the moment they appeared on my screen. I mean, yeah. And I don't know if you read Tom- their separate statements, but Tom was like, this was Katie's decision. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. like, I would see why after watching this season, why she would want to divorce this man who like yeah. doesn't stand up for her and just alleg- allegedly wants to just... Um, other Tom's dick <laughs> he's just such a fucking little 12 year old idiot like I wouldn't be able to do it I'm I'm not one of those people that finds him charming either no and I feel like people are like he's the nice goofy almost like an Ashton Kutcher type guy I'm like 
ew. I know. <laughs> I know. I agree. I do not find Tom to be charming or like any of that shit to be funny. Like his mumbly, dumb idiot shit that he says to her. I'm just like, it's not cute to me. No. I don't think puppy dog shit is cute. I agree with you. At least we agree on that, Troy. But also fuck Katie. I mean, I gotta be honest though. Also fuck Katie from <laughs> for my opinion. <laughs> I've always liked her. I don't know what it is. Maybe because I, I see her little damaged self in me. Like see myself right. and her. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> she has moments where I'm like, oh, I get Katie. You know what the thing is about Katie? I feel like I would end up being friends with her in real life. Like on the show, I'm like, oh God, no. But like, I could see myself in life having Katie like in my life somehow. Yeah. What about you know? Lala? Wow, Lala. Interesting. We should, I'm like, should we just, should we wait just start? Should yeah, just, let's just start. start. So let's just do it. That was all opinions. Yeah. <laughs> now we're going to go um, cast member by cast member. And the first blind that I could pull is from Miss Laura Lee <laughs> in 2013. This Vanderpump Rules star has a bunch of naked photos set to hit the internet. Also, everything from here on out is alleged. Mm-hmm. You, you would think after 30-something episodes, we'd do that immediately. Um, but yeah, everything from here on out is alleged. This Vanderpump Rules star has a bunch of naked photos set to hit the internet. While not really unexpected, her brand new role will probably go bye-bye when they hit the World Wide Web because her A-list, mostly television actress boss is not a fan of scandal. Poor Laura Lee. <laughs> Tough break. She was in We're the Millers, though. Good for her. That's true. That's true. Okay, and then jumping to 2015, we're now going to be talking about Stassi's sex tape. And I'm going to be reading an article from Tamara Tattles. Okay, so this is a quote from TMZ first. It says... Vanderpump Rules star Stassi Schroeder accused her co-worker of blabbing about a self-pleasure video she made and it blew up in her face because it all came out during the cast reunion show taping. Sources tell TMZ that Stassi and Sheena Shea got into an epic argument during the episode with Stassi calling out Sheena for allegedly leading a group of frenemies trying to bring her private pleasure video to the surface. She felt they were behind the video being sent to several media outlets even though it never did go public. We're told that Bravo honcho Andy Cohen was speechless when he heard about this. He immediately asked for more details about the vid and Stassi copped to having sent the video to a guy a couple years ago. It's unclear if the guy was her boyfriend and if he was the person attempting to leak it to the public, the reunion episode airs Monday night. The Bravo Leverty is not a housewife and not one of the biggest idiots on the network, so it is somewhat surprising that she made a private sex tape with only one performer herself for her re- relatively new boyfriend. Apparently one of her girlfriends managed to get a hold of it somehow and is the source of tension between the two ladies. Not the new friend that the old friend was friendly with for half a season. This is according to a source that contacted me today. Um, this was wild. Like I, I was not story. aware of this. Can you Can you tell me more about it? Educate me, please. Well, it was a slow burn, people finding out about it. And like when it first came out, I don't think it first came out as like a self-pleasure video. I think when it was first talked about, it was like, there's a Stasi sex tape. And okay. obviously everybody assumed that it would be Jax. Yeah. Like in this tape, you know? Um, and then to find out that it was like a masturbation tape, I don't, I was just like, what? Like, I don't know, it's weird. 2015 feels like 
it wasn't that long ago, but it was a million years ago. And I'm weird, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that was wild. Also, like a real confirmation, like these people are very famous. I, I was like, oh, they're like celebrities now, you know? Right, because it started in 2013, and it seems like all of the blinds are like 2015 and on. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. So now with Stasi, we are jumping to 2017. That Hill show in a bar reality star embarrassed herself at the award show last night with how wasted she was and offended a lot of suits with her comments about some things. She was a mess. And that is Stasi at the iHeartRadio Music Awards. <laughs> I know I say this every time they get brought up, but the iHeart Awards are just bananas. It's an adult teen choice award. <laughs> it is. A shared vacation for a somewhat shared experience for these two cable reality stars who are at best B-plus list for one and C-plus list for the other. The B-plus lister cheated on her boyfriend while the C-lister got cheated on by her boyfriend. So the B-plus lister being Stassi um, when she was dating Patrick ugh, and the C-plus lister being Danny Byard and Todd Baldry from Southern Charm. I don't think I've ever said Danny's last name. <laughs> Clearly. We are still in 2017. This B-list reality star from a bar-based reality show has been stalking her ex and has confronted any woman she's seen with her ex. It's getting kind of scary. And that's Stassi with Patrick, which I actually really do believe that. Me too. <laughs> I, do so. I think Patrick made Stassi crazy. He sucked so badly. I know. He was Horrible. Horrible. If anyone's dating a Patrick, ladies or gentlemen, whoever you are, break up with them. Run. <laughs> Run. <laughs> <laughs> Lindsay Lohan had an interesting discussion that last night with this cable reality star. When I say discussion, I mean arguing. Apparently, there is a recent client that the cable reality star snagged that Lindsay really wanted for herself. If they had been at any other location, I have no doubt they would have had more than just words for each other. And that is Stasi at the Daily Mail unwrap the holidays party fighting with Lindsay Lohan. I wish that was on camera. Me too. There are God. certain people I don't think I'd be able to like verbally go toe to toe with. And Stasi's definitely up there. <laughs> yeah, I get that. See, <laughs> as, a, as an ENTP, I have done my Meyer, Myers-Briggs. I'm an uh, uh, argumenter. Oh. I love to argue. So Stasi, I would like live. What's funny is like Stasi, I don't think I could go toe to toe with, but like Lala, I feel like I could. Lala would also be fun because she's like not <laughs> smart, but thinks that she is. <laughs> and it would be fun to let her know she's not. You know what I mean? For sure. So we are still in 2017 with Miss Stasi. This bar reality star is going to say a bunch of things she doesn't mean because she lost almost all of her endorsement deals. She told two friends she still blames victims for putting themselves into situations, but lost most of her income, so will walk it all back. And that is when she talked about the Me Too movement. And she was like, well, the women shouldn't have done it. <laughs> oh, fucking God. Oh. Stassi's such a good example of like, making idiots famous and just the privilege i know i know it's like crazy like the thought of doing that on a public platform it's like okay sure you're a piece of shit and you have all these horrific thoughts think them in the darkest parts of your brain 
why are you saying it into a microphone on your podcast just like willy-nilly what do you think is gonna happen text Kristen (laughs) yeah seriously put it into the void The once-a-week pattern of this bar reality star trying to pump himself up as some kind of sex magnet is really starting to get annoying. It is probably almost as annoying to have me write about him every week. Last week, he shared a story that he didn't that didn't contain all the facts, and again, he shared a story this week where he failed to mention any misdeed on his part and again attacked a woman he previously, in quotes, dated. This time around, he failed to mention that she caught him doing what she caught him doing and whom she this time around he failed to mention what she caught him doing and with whom and she freaked out apparently he had not previously told her he enjoyed those types of interactions with people (laughs) that's jackson stassi we are still with stassi now it's 2018 this illiterate illiterate guys not ill literate (laughs) reality star from a bar show has been hooking up with a man who has three wives and it says either Stasi or Sheena, but I think Stasi. I think Stasi. Yeah, it would make sense. I mean, Sheena also makes sense though. Well, if it was Sheena, we would like know, right? That's very true. Because <laughs> Sheena would want us to know. We're now in 2020. With the firing, there will be no marriage. The wedding was only to happen if it was televised free and they were paid for their participation. And that, of course, is Stasi and Bo. And they ended up getting married in like a small backyard ceremony. But I feel like on the show, they were talking about getting married in Italy or something. I mean, let's just be honest. She did like karma has never been more apparent. Like it's never been more visible than with Stassi because Bravo would have set her up with the craziest fucking wedding. You know, it would have been, she would have made so much money off of her wedding you know what I mean it would have been like a Nick and Priyanka all over again seriously it would have been probably one of the biggest weddings on on Bravo yeah and she Stassi was so loved she was like a I would say she was probably one of the biggest fan favorites I would go as far as to say as far as like reality goes Stassi was like a a phenomenon for a set for like a short period yeah I would agree with that and all she did she was just like I love ranch and don't care about anyone else. <laughs> right. Totally. <laughs> we're, we're still in 2020. This illiterate, now former bar star, thinks she suffered enough and served her punishment and doesn't understand why companies don't want to work with her. That's, that's not even a blind, that's a blind item, but I'm like, that just sounds like a fact. <laughs> but it's alleged. Speaking of set up pap shots, The two fired bar stars set one up in their never-ending attempt to rehab their image, which will ultimately be unsuccessful. And that, of course, is Stassi and Kristen. And it it says in parentheses, pregnant Stassi Schroeder celebrates 32nd birthday with on-again, off-again Kristen Doty. um, And Jax is in a a racist (laughs) hailstorm. God, these people. The following blind... This illiterate fired bar star is finding that she wasn't that big of a deal after all. Also, with no clubs to go to, there's no money coming in. She hasn't been able to line up any endorsements she was counting on with the life of them. It's going to be a real job very soon. And they had just bought that fucking house. Like Like a castle. (laughs) I was wondering, like, God, how are they paying for that house? I mean, people still love Stassi. You know, people still- 
people still listen to, I think her, I don't know if her podcast is back, but people would still listen to it. And you know, there's so many people who are against cancel culture and I am someone, I cancel people for myself. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like there's certain artists I won't listen to, but I think holding someone accountable is different. I do too. I almost hate that like holding somebody accountable is just known now as canceling them. Yeah. It's like, no, you're being held accountable for something you did wrong. Right. I don't even like, let's not even call it canceling. Like you just did something wrong and now you're suffering the consequences, right? Mm -hmm. This illiterate fired bar star is going around town telling people producers are interested in her and are fighting to do a reality show deal with her. No, they aren't. (laughs) So that's all we got for Stassi. Now we are going to talk about one of my favorite reality stars of all time, Miss Sheena Shea. An icon, a legend. People hate her so hard, but to this day, what we're recording on March 15th, 2022, if Lisa Vanderpump said, Sheena, we need you to put on that sir dress and we need you to work, she would do it. She would absolutely do it. And that's like Sheena's power. Like, I, I think the people that told her, <laughs> Sheena will love that because she is going to listen to this, let's be honest. Um, I think that the people who hate Sheena don't understand how fucking necessary she is to move that story along. She's always been incredibly necessary as the underdog. Yeah. You know, and as the girl who befriends the underdogs, usually if they're not like super pretty. Sheena is like that girl, you know? She she's so necessary. She's always the bridge between two groups. Always. Absolutely. And I just hate when people are like, she's annoying. I'm like, exactly. Yeah. It's her charm. I love Sheena. And if she is listening, hi. Yeah, I love <laughs> Sheena too. Oh God. To before, the moon and back. Before we get in the blinds, can we talk about her John Mayer thruple? I would love to. With Stacy, the bartender from the hills. <laughs> I would absolutely love it. <laughs> like, I just love that she hasn't really, like, as far as, like, being unapologetic about wanting to be famous, Sheena's always been so honest about that. Oh, yeah. Like, she's the most honest out of all of them, you know? And I just love that about her. And, and yeah, and she will do what it takes to make the show as good as she can. Yeah, I remember her one time. I think it was in like a, they did like a a look back at Vanderpump Rules special or something. And they talked about like behind the scenes, like filming the show. And they were like, they were talking about how basically like Ariana was like so above it. And like, you know, was like, I would never be on that show. And like, she would always ask to be cut out of scenes during like the first couple seasons or whatever. And like, she's like the perfect example of somebody who acts like they're just so above being a reality star but she loves it and she eats that shit up like slop you know and Sheena doesn't give a fuck she's just who she is and I love that she will be on that bar singing good as gold and yeah she's 70 years old <laughs> in her like sneaker platform wedges <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like the show kind of started because of her right oh it's because of her that it exists for sure because of Brandy Glanville Thank you, Sheena. She's a queen. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching. 
Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The first blind we have of Sheena is from 2014. And it's a long one, but it's fun. This D-list reality star with a stupid name is trying to rehab their past image in the press. Once a bad girl, now she wants the world to believe that she settled down older and wiser and not the person she was back then. Unfortunately, she crashed crashed a production party where this B-list award-winning mostly television actor and his company were celebrating their show, getting the green light for the project. She had heard about the project at her, quote, day job, and had been hot on the actor's tail for the role she thought was meant for her. Did she hand him a headshot? Act professionally? Nope. She offered him head all right, right there in the bathroom for, at the party. He raised his eyebrows and walked away, joining his wife at the reception. I guess old habits do die hard. So the D-list celebrity is Sheena Marie. The show Vanderpump Rules in the B-list actor Mark Consuelos. What? And then in parentheses under that, it goes, quote, allegedly, we're terrified of Kelly Ripa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's funny. That is so random. Jesus. Oh my God. (laughs) Fuck. Uh, We're jumping to 2016. This says, with another season of her cable reality show beginning, this reality star doesn't want many questions asked about her marriage or her drug use or the main source of her income. Well, well, and that's, of course, Machina and, and uh, Michael Shea. Now, I know we talked about the CW to Mediterranean pipeline. Bravo, too. Yeah. Bravo unapologetically is having a Real Housewives of Dubai, and that says all you need to know. Yeah. 
And like Sheena has never been shy about being open about the fact that she's that kind of reality star. Mm-hmm. She's very much that girl. And, you know, she it just is what it is. Like, like I re- when she was in quotes dating John Mayer, I would like go as far as to say, I, w- I like wonder if he even ever like knows who she is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if he even knows that they like hooked up. But the way she pressed toward that damn hookup and did interview after interview about her experience in his home. It's like, girl, like what? It's so funny because I just can't hate her for it. She's amazing. She's amazing. (laughs) This is the final Sheena Blind of 2016. This foreign-born former former B-list athlete who's probably most famous for who he married and now divorcing than his athletic career is being crazy again. Apparently, he's been doing a crazy amount of drugs and basically living with a soon-to-be-divorced reality star from a Bravo show airing right now. That's Sheena with Mike Comrie, Hillary Duff's ex? Yeah. Like, what? <laughs> so random. Oh, my God. Sheena's blinds are funny. <laughs> Have you ever looked into, like, Vanderpump blinds before this? Only Jax. Well, I guess Jax and James, the boys. (laughs) Never the girls. Uh, We're now in 2017. This B-list cable reality star from that Hill show in a bar says that she's dating a guy that she's definitely hooking up with. And she's definitely, excuse me, and she's definitely hooking up with him. But her new boyfriend, who she's crazy about, is a married executive. A married guy is right in her wheelhouse. And it says Sheena Shea uh, Vanderpump Rules star, uh, restaurant sir owned by Lisa Vanderpump, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, Robert Valletta, Amber Valletta's brother. This B plus list network reality star who wishes she was an actress or singer has been popping Adderall like candy the past month or two because she thinks she's too fat. She's pretty much skin and bones at this point. And can we just say Adderall is great. But I feel like it's so obviously abused with this cast because how can they party like that? Because personally for me, if I take Adderall, I don't have a hangover. Mm -hmm. And all I can think when I watch every episode, I'm like, how much Adderall are they doing? Unbelievable. And it's like, it's almost like if you watch it again, like if you watch it through like a 2022 lens or whatever, it's so obvious it's so insanely obvious that they're not just drunk. You Their know jaws I mean? are like locked. Their Jax is pouring sweat. His eyes are dilated. He's bulging out of his and bulging out of his head. Like it's so obvious. Well, to be clear, that is not Adderall. Right. I guess just like blanket blanket statement drugs. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like there are some uh, uppers that are helping them pr- make this show great. And we love him for it. <laughs> totally. I love the explanations this bar reality star comes up with for events. She's a drug addict, period. It controls her life, period. She loves her drug dealer ex because he gets her free stuff, period. Her current boyfriend freaked out at the amount of drugs the reality star ingests on a daily basis. And that, again, is Robert Valletta. This is the first blind of 2018. Where's the Coke, bitches, is what this Bravo bar reality star said at the premiere after party for this sure to be big hit movie she's always been so classy i can hear that in her i know 
And it adds a whole layer when you know that Sheena had her own. I mean, I, th- I thought it was pretty obvious that Sheena also was suffering a drug issue. Yeah. During her relationship with Shay. And I feel like his internal struggle was that he didn't want to like out her. But like, it was pretty obvious that she was also doing everything that he was doing. So this makes a lot of sense to me. This illiterate reality star who is best known for her bar for the bar show supposedly has a boyfriend, but I want to know what she's doing alone in the back of a car outside a restaurant with the actor who was on a reboot of a, sh- a hit network show that basically bombed and the lead of a spinoff of a hit network show that basically bombed. He will be making the award show rounds for a movie this year. And that is Sheena hooking up with, or so the boyfriend being Adam Spot and the person that she hooked up with being Ryan Eggold from the 90210 reboot and the Blacklist. He had a moment for a little bit, Ryan. I don't, I don't know who that is, but you know, I love 90210. He was the teacher on the 90210 reboot. Oh, the hot teacher who was also fucking students. Huh. <laughs> got it. Okay. Got it. This is the final blind of 2018. This illiterate bar star and one of her co-stars seemed to be in competition to see who could do the most coke. Sheena and James. It's not about the pasta. <laughs> pasta babes. We're now in 2019. The you would have already forgotten him by now sometime network reality star is star trying to hold on to some kind of fame by hooking up with the bar reality star says there is no sex tape but that's not exactly what he told the fbi that is oh my god robbie forgot about him oh my god robbie hayes from the bachelor and sheena oh my god i forgot that they were a thing robbie holy fuck he gives me bad vibes absolutely god sheena jesus and so does brock to be completely honest oh for sure she cannot pick them. So that is all for Sheena. Now we have the Bubba's, as I like to call them, Tom and Katie. There was only one blind item about them. And I will say for this, I didn't like dive really into Reddit. I'm sure there are so many stories there. Sure, Yeah, totally. But this is from 2019. Will he stay or will he go? This married reality show couple recently discovered some shocking news. They're not really married. The word going around today is that the couple didn't properly file their marriage certificate. It'll be a storyline on the season that's currently filming on the West Coast. They'll probably just fix the clerical error. However, the groom doesn't seem very happy in the marriage. So there's a loophole for him to bail. Their finances are pretty entwined, though, so it's doubtful. But it's fun to think about. What I'm wondering about is how they found about found out about this issue. So it could just be a fake storyline. The source of this information is someone who has reason to want the show to do well. So that's Tom and Katie with their um, fake marriage. And Lance Bass was the one to spill that news. Of course he fucking was. And I guess it wasn't a fake marriage. It just wasn't like legalized. And now that it's legalized, it's ending. Right. <laughs> it's better for the both of them yeah especially I know you said you didn't watch this past season mm-hmm. but I kind I felt bad for Katie yeah I mean she's definitely put up with a lot but at a certain point it's like you have to either embrace this relationship or get out of it this is absurd 
And it seems like she decided to. Yeah. It'll be for the best. For Where are the sure. cameras? Are the cameras rolling? <laughs> yeah. They're that couple that's like in everybody's friend group that's like, they tell everybody all their shit and involve mm-hmm. everybody. And then when people have opinions, they're like, let us figure it out. It's our story. It's us. Stay out of it. And it's like, okay, girl, leave me out of it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Stop texting me. Stop telling me then. <laughs> okay, so we are entering <laughs> the Jax Taylor of it all, starting in 2014. Lord Jesus, protect us. No matter how much they might say otherwise during their show, this Vanderpump rule star charges by the month. Better than charging by the hour, I guess. <laughs> starting off with a bag, I suppose. Can you give some backstory on what this means before we get into everything, Jax? <laughs> right. Um, so we've talked a little about it in past episodes, but Jax Taylor is a yacht boy. Um, he's always been, Jax has always been an escort, allegedly. And when Jax was younger, he lived in a model house with uh, Channing Tatum, very famously. And uh, they were escorting together, him and him and all of the guys that I'm sure that they were friends with. And I know for sure Tom Sandoval knows it. They all know it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, look no further than the episode where Jax's old sugar daddy came to embarrass him on his show for whatever reason. He <laughs> said, let me just fucking embarrass this guy real quick. We are still in 2014. Despite his best efforts, this late night talk show host is having trouble keeping this reality star from a cable show that hopefully won't get another season in the closet. The stories they come up with to make it look like he enjoys only women are getting out of hand. And of course, that's Andy with Jax. This waste of space B-list cable reality star from the nightclub version of The Hills, wow, is trying to pretend that he's not earning money and providing tips for a show about his show. It would get him fired if his employers found out. And uh, that's the Vanderpump Rules after show. He must have just been telling them what was going on behind the scenes. Oh, okay, got it. 2015, this sticky-handed B-list reality star from that show no one admits they watch loves to pretend he has multiple women he has sex with, but that was him in the West Hollywood Club the other night getting a hand tug from another guy. (laughs) A hand tug. (laughs) This is 2016. This B-list, A-list, what? (laughs) What? This B-list cable reality star who is A-plus list to the people who watch the show owes a lot to his sugar daddy. The closeted star loves to make people think that he's all about being a player with women, but it's men, especially one of his male bosses who he is involved with and who, who pays his bills, even those very public ones. And of course, that's Jax and Andy Cohen. Um, there's a lot of speculation and there always has been that Andy paid Uh, his bail when he got arrested for stealing those sunglasses and apparently Tom Schwartz was the one that had like told people that Andy paid for it so yeah that that adds up that Tom Schwartz would be the one to tell people right yeah (laughs) we are now in 2017 with Jax it's all finally coming out into the open this mostly closeted cable reality star who has managed to land two separate shows while pretending he enjoys being with women, is being called out for his proclivity to have Mm -hmm. sex with men for money. It honestly, 
you know, if this is true, obviously it's all a legend, but if it is true, it really explains a lot about Jax's like insane rage. Cause you find that with a lot of like closeted older men that they're just like very violent and like rageful because obviously, you know? Um, So if anyone has a moment, if you go to Cameo, you can watch people's cameos that they send to people. Highly recommend you watch some of Jax's. Oh God. It is one of my favorite pastimes to like watch him spiral mid cameo. He did one for some girl who's a big fan of the show. And he was like, just so you know, it was all fake. It's not, I mean, we're all friends. And then he was like, are you dating someone? If you're coming to LA, let me know. I'll get you a drink. But if you got a boyfriend, he can't come get us drinks. And I'm like, sir, you are married with a child. (laughs) Highly recommend watching any of his cameo. (laughs) Well, now I know what I'm doing in bed tonight. Could it be that a once in future reality star is happy to have bagged that high profile gig because he needs the dough? Where did he, where did his stash go? The same old story, drugs and hookers, except these were male hookers with loose lips. He's clowning around, came to an abrupt halt when he learned how in debt he was. Sometimes what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas. I know that it's been an extremely popular reality show and the season premiere was very recent, but it's getting really old that we are to believe that one of the stars is not gay. They try to do everything they can, including ridiculous storylines to make us believe that he's straight. He isn't. There are too many men in this town who have paid too, too many dollars for him for, to him for sex that will tell you otherwise. Don't even get me started on one of his cable bosses and what they've done together. And the thing is like, Andy Cohen is too much of a fucking like horny fucker to not to have Jax Taylor at his his grips all the time and like not pursue it. I just don't like I 1000% believe that Andy and Jax have hooked up for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think that if Jax wasn't on this show, he at some point would have been like a bartender because Andy also likes to fuck the bartenders that do watch what happens. But I don't know if Jax is like closeted though. I mean, obviously if he is or whatever, but right. I think there is still a part of him that is just such a narcissist that it's like, he will fuck whatever. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I agree with that. Like if he's wanted, if he can get something out of it, if he can gain something, yeah, know, whatever. Yeah. This is the final Jax blind of 2017. This reality bar star is trying to gloss over a certain story about a former A-list, mostly movie actress turned escort. According to her, the bar star couldn't stand to attention, so to speak, during their hookup and cried about it for an hour before confessing why he couldn't. And that is Jax with Lindsay Lohan. Why wasn't Lindsay on Vanderpump Rules? I don't know. We're now in 2018. Next time you want the world to believe that what you are selling is real, you might want to A, not tell everyone you know the ring is on on loan, and B, not mention the real reason right there in your Instagram caption. When Taylor Swift can sell something better than you, then you know you really have underwhelmed in the reality show production 101. And that, of course, is the engagement of Brittany Cartwright and Jax Taylor. Now, you mentioned something earlier about Brittany ruining the show. Yeah. Yeah. I have always thought just because she has this cute Southern accent, Kentucky accent, does not make her some great person. Right. What are your Britney thoughts? 
I think that Britney is extremely calculated. I mm-hmm. I see 1000% through her bullshit. I don't believe any of her sweet, innocent, good girl shit. I think she knew who he was. She had watched the show. She saw it as an opportunity. Her mom pushed her to fucking get with him, obviously. And I think her whole thing is complete made up bullshit. And like, I really truly think that her coming into the show like ruined the dynamics. It really did. It really created like this like weird, we're not allowed to be honest about how we feel kind of weird thing. And like, I don't know, I just, I can't stand Britney. I literally, like, I can't even put into words how much I don't like her. And one thing going back to the calculated thing, If they break up, she will always look better than him. She's really positioned herself. I mean, let's just take a moment to think about it. Let's really break it down for a second. This is a girl that we are to believe had no idea who he was, had only heard of the show, but had never seen it. Met him out of the, out of the blue. They, it was love at first sight. She within a year is not only a main cast member on the show, but has a spinoff give me a fucking break and it's all just she's a disney princess and it's all just happening to her and she doesn't know why get get out of here i can't <laughs> give me a break so for christmas i'm buying you grandma's beer cheese or whatever the <laughs> fuck they named it i'd eat the fuck out of it i'll be honest with you i would eat it <laughs> back to the blinds she is about to be a married reality star from a bar based show but she has no idea no deposits have been placed in no arrangements she thinks have been made by her soon-to-be husband have actually been made. (laughs) This should be interesting. So that's Jack's not making any wedding plans and Brittany thinks that he's made them. Did Jack write that? That was a really, really hard blind to read. I do apologize. I read it how it was written and tried to make it better. (laughs) Jack's wrote that blind for sure. This cable reality star all of you know is leading up to the days of his wedding by hooking up with as many women as possible. He says he will stop when he gets married, which is doubtful. He always has an excuse why he should cheat. Raw inhale. That was a terrible <laughs> accent. Oh my God, I'm so sorry to everybody. Like, <laughs> well, because you already have one. You can't, you can't do double accents. <laughs> 2020. One of the hookups of this married bar star got some compromising photos of the bar star that would have spiced up the season. And Jax Taylor blames editors in new cast for lackluster Vanderpump season eight. I mean, I think that the show should have done the smart thing and in when it was like on top and clearly kind of starting to fizzle. Yeah. They never do. Yeah. They never do. They always write it into the dirt. Mm-hmm. Until it's like really, really, really embarrassing, you know? Yeah. The bar reality star with his pay for play in his past, along with a criminal record, is doing his best to get his own show. He thinks he is a huge star and people will follow him anywhere. All he is doing right now is taking off his employer by trashing the employer of the business of the employer. What the hell? <laughs> what is Dr. Seuss writing blinds for Vanderbump Rules? His very last scene actually like triggered something in me. I feel like when he was super close to Lisa being like, this is my show. I'm the reason this is a hit. Mm-hmm. And I don't know Lisa from uh, Beverly Hills. So I only know her as like Vanderpump Rules Lisa. Oh, wow. And okay. watching her completely change and being like, this is my fucking show. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, ooh. Right. But the way he was so close and like trying to grab her arm, it really stressed me out. And I'm glad he went out on like that evil spot, you know? So this is really funny. So on Vanderpump Rules, Lisa is edited to be like Mother Goose. Mm-hmm. Like she's like the mo- the pseudo mom, but it's like complete bullshit. And on Van- on Beverly Hills, she's like manipulative and calculating and conniving. And she's like a Bond villain. So it's like, yeah, it's completely two different worlds. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah, I love that scene. This all is I can, my show. Yeah, all I can think of right now is that TikTok sound where it's like, it was real to me. Don't say that. <laughs> oh my so, goodness. We're still chatting about Jax. We're almost done with Jax, but this is still 2020. I wonder if the former boy bander turned celebrity will reveal the secrets about the former sugar daddies of his male, of this male reality star, Lance Bass with Jax, of course. And it's going to cost him everything. Lance Bass predicts former Jax Taylor will be fired by Bravo and claims his business partner is, quote, stepping down from their cocktail mixer brand. The bar star can say whatever he wants, but as I told you, months and months ago there was no way the show was letting him come back you think he would quit that salary please he needed every penny he's like the spencer pratt of vanderpump Rules. <laughs> he is jack's 2021 the play for pay bar show star and his significant other don't get to come back but plans are being made to bring others back apparently they've served their brief sentence And that is when Andy hinted regrets over firings because it would have been more interesting if they stayed. See, that's the thing. That's the interesting thing about Bravo though, is like, and it's a, it's the place that we are now, I guess, with reality TV, where I personally, I think that Stassi went too far and I think that she deserved to be fired. But at the same time, I don't want my reality stars to be like moral I don't look up to them. I don't need them to be good people. I don't give a fuck. Like when people want an entire cast of like the Real Housewives to be like upstanding citizens who all vote the same way and are good people, I think it's ridiculous because the reason the show has always worked is because they're fucking rotted people. That is literally the point. Mm -hmm. So I kind of walk a line with that where I'm like, I don't really give a shit if I think you know, some random real housewife is like a good person at her heart. I don't care. I watch them because they're terrible and immoral. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like Stas, like something like that is like insane. And like, you should be held accountable for that. What about Kristen? Kristen's is interesting. Kristen's is a, a, a pure, like, it's the, re- Kristen's firing is the reason that you never fall into like a Regina, not Regina George, but a, uh, a Gretchen Wieners category with your friend group. Like you don't fucking follow and just do what some other rotted bitch is doing. Yeah. Like she knew that that was wrong. And even if she wasn't like at the forefront of it, the way Stassi was, she knew it was fucking wrong. Right. She decided to take part in it. Mm-hmm. You know, I miss her, but. <laughs> this fired bar star wants his significant other to do OnlyFans. They have zero dollars. Why doesn't he do it himself then instead of making her do it? That's true. And I don't think there has been an OnlyFans for Britney. No, we would know. (laughs) We would know for sure. We would know. Now we have Kristen. 
I would love, I don't even smoke cigarettes, although the past two weekends I have, but I would love to smoke a cigarette with Kristen. I've dreamt of it. (laughs) (laughs) I've dreamt of it, especially the her suck a dick scene. I literally feel like I was there. (laughs) When she's like up at the front and the sparks from the cigarette are fucking going everywhere and her hand is like going wild. Oh, Kristen. I know we talked about her in the beginning of the episode. You guys know why we love her. For sure. She doesn't have many blinds, but this one's from 2017. This pretty much kicked off from a Bravo reality show, not named anything housewives, says that her drug dealer knows lots of men who've paid for the services of one of the women who is still on the show. So the show, Vanderpump Rules, kicked off Kristen still on Sheena. (laughs) I love that. That's funny. This cable reality star from a bar show, which is way more popular than it really should be, recently talked her way out of a drug arrest. She told friends she convinced the detective she wasn't selling the drugs, which she was, but just using. (laughs) He made her dump them on the ground and let her off with a warning. Of course. And this is the only blind for Ariana that I could find. That was all the Kristen blinds. There really weren't many. Yeah. And the Ariana Blind from 2020, that bar star continues to make comments about the sexuality of people, but somehow neglects to mention the fact that he used to sell himself to older men every month to pay rent. So I guess this is a Jackson Ariana Blind again. And yeah, it was weird how he was like, Ariana's bisexual. Ariana's bisexual. Like he would not let that go. His obsession with sexuality is like so odd. Yeah. Like, he obviously just has a lot of internalized issues that he needs to work out, you know? (laughs) Now entering the Britney blinds, it looks like there's only a couple. And starting in 2018, um, this is an article from Blind Gossip. It says, while everyone was celebrating with this reality girl who got engaged in the past few months, one friend was apparently less than enthusiastic. Quote, Reality girl went up to her and was like, you don't look that happy for me, friend said. Well, I was when the cameras were rolling. Isn't that what you wanted? Long story short, friend told reality girl that she hoped their engagement was just a publicity stunt because reality girl's fiance, who was also on the show, had cheated on her recently as of a few weeks ago. Well, at least the ring is really nice. Congratulations, we guess. Imagine if you knew you're being proposed to, but your ring was under someone's ball sack. <laughs> Like in their anal cavity. Your ring was in a man's butt. I mean, no one's ever going to propose to me. So I guess if someone needs to propose to me that way, it's going to (laughs) happen. So we are still with Brittany in 2019. And most of her blinds obviously involve Jax as well. Last call. This reality show darling has been doing group public appearances lately. It's not clear if she's actually getting an appearance fee or just tagging along with the group. The problem is she missed the actual event on more than one occasion recently. This appears to be due to strict dieting and heavy drinking. Her stomach lining isn't having it, as if her betrothed wasn't giving her enough of an ulcer. So that's Brittany with Jax. And I think that was a storyline on the show that she couldn't like drink because her stomach was so fucked up. Because her stomach ulcer. Yeah. They kept saying it was just an ulcer. And then she's like drinking straight tequila. Sorry. (laughs) Right. No, totally. (laughs) 
please go back in time and look what I wrote about this bar couple. Sticking together for a storyline, ratings, and publicity is an old standby. Now we have your man. Yay. (laughs) I love me some James Kennedy. James Kennedy, here we go. 2016. These two celebrity entertainers who have their lives documented for reality television a few months each year better lay off the coke before they permanently lose their jobs and the reality gig. Jax and James. And now, this is 2017. This Bravo reality star who who likens himself to another celebrity is closeted. Well, to fans, but not to the people in West Hollywood or the multiple guys he slept with who a pseudo-relative introduced him to over the years and paid for his services. And that is James and aka the white Kanye and George Michael. I had no idea. Yeah. The James and George Michael connection is so interesting. Holy shit. Because he loves to brag about it, but it's like actually like a very sinister thing. And James is another one where I'm like, I guess, I guess maybe because his, his character on the show is so tied to him being like straight or something. But it is confusing, like, why he wouldn't just come out. Yeah. I don't know. Because he wants to be like the Jacks almost, like a ladies' man. Right. And it's like, I, I, mean, I don't think people, I don't know if that worked out. You know what I mean? Maybe plan B, that. Right. So now we're in 2018 with James. One closeted and one open. Both on that restaurant reality show. They've been hooking up for much of the past month and that's james with logan yeah do you remember his friend logan kinda there was like i don't know it was maybe like two episodes or two or three episodes a few years ago where his friend was like you're in like we're in love with each other and like you're not being honest about it and like yes you you, like disown me in front of people yeah (laughs) it's like (laughs) i think next season on that bar reality show there should be some reality and just have the star come out in the show and show off that sugar daddy he's been seeing the past six months. His living situation was so strange too, like sleeping on the floor of that guy's yeah. apartment. That's where I feel like the they kind of get trolled by their produce, producers. Because it, it does feel like the production, like basically the producers are like, we're telling two stories here always. And yeah. you can either choose to see it as this or you can see it the way that it's like really going on if you're smart enough to see it. And I feel like they showed his weird living situation and stuff just to like kind of help you understand like there's more going on here. Bravo producers are so shady. I know. This is the final blind of 2018. MTV Awards. When you see that closeted A-list reality star from a very hit reality show making out with a guy at a bar as he was doing again last night after the awards, you just wonder how much he laughs each season when he has a new girlfriend for the show. And like the Raquel of it all is just so silly. I love Raquel. I do too. She's an angel. I just want, you know, I always use this term, but like in Hustlers, when Jayla's like climb into my coat, mm-hmm. I want to do that to Raquel. I want yeah. Raquel to climb into my coat. She's a precious moments doll for real. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I can't believe she's real. She's so sweet. We're now in 2019. This reality starlet with a long history of promiscuity is being outed by a former friend slash business partner. 
A former business associate revealed that the reality mom, quote, slept with another controversial reality star on, quote, several occasions while he had a girlfriend. The male is still being the male is still dating said girlfriend who is clueless that her boyfriend hooks up with this fiery reality diva when she comes to town. The former friend spilled this, this scandalous tea, exposing embarrassing details of the drunken coast to coast hookups. Both reality stars routinely make headlines for their less than charming behaviors and both have reputations for spinning the truth. Name both reality stars and their reality shows. So it's Catherine Dennis from Southern Charm allegedly hooking up with James Kennedy. Everything I've heard about Southern Charm has been rotted. <laughs> it's really good, though. I've never watched an episode, but all I know is every single person on that show is terrible. It's a good, it's good the way that this is good because their French group already existed. Oh, okay. And then you like come into it and you're just like, whoa, like what's going on? This is crazy. We are in 2019 still. This is the final blind of 2019. Sad and lonely, while one media whore was prancing down the aisle in $2,000 Jimmy shoes she bought in Paris. <laughs> Jimmy shoes, by the way. Oh, my God. Jimmy shoes she bought in Paris. Another Jimmy was back at his luxury apartment all alone, sulking by the pool in a cabana by himself. My spy says he was quite out of sorts and not his usual self. No one was there with him. Meanwhile, the biggest douchebag from another show on the other coast was seated at a table at table six next to a woman, her husband, and the dog. Even the couple who flew the other couple out is not at that table. But Yeramai Bell is? Why? Larry Burkhead is? Why? Hockey player Grant Furr and his wife are? Do these people not have any real friends? Meanwhile, one poor guy was left off the list. Life isn't fair. I'm kind of worried about the guy. Where's the girlfriend? On the other hand, his apartment is insanely pretty. Who has a pool with private cabanas to sulk away in the sun? When I saw the photos I was sent, I really thought he was on a sad luxury vacation in Tulum or somewhere. And that is James Kennedy. He was not at the wedding of Jackson Brittany. God, can you imagine how much more of an interesting show it would be if they were like, we're escorts. <laughs> It'd be so fun. It'd be like gigolos, but like on Bravo. <laughs> we are now in 2020. This bar star has been hooking up with guys right and left and telling everyone his relationship is on the rocks. And that is James and Raquel. Now, I have a question before we finish up, James. I feel like him and Raquel stayed together for the storyline. I really do. 1,000%. Yeah. I almost would say it's, like, undeniable. I mean, they're cute and stuff, but it feels very actory. And Raquel obviously has her own motivations, you know? Yeah. He was so mean to her, though. I hated it. I know. Now we're up to date in 2022 with James. So the expendable bar star has his cocaine dirty laundry aired, but the channel makes sure none of the housewives have to ever deal with revelations like that. And that's James with Vanderpump Rules. And I agree. I mean, not that I know the housewives, but they just threw him under the bus with that. Yeah, the only city that I can think of where they ever even mention it is New York. Just because New York's partying is like so out of control. So it's like, <laughs> obviously you have to acknowledge it. But they don't, yeah, they don't ever really bring it up. There was, a, there was one reunion where they were like, they were all like, yeah, Dorinda does cocaine. And she was like, wait, what? <laughs> she was like, no, I don't. And they were like, yeah, you do Dorinda all the time. 
we already know the relationships this bar star has with women are fake. So why is he going through the trouble of trying to convince the world that his new one is real? Storyline. And now he has a new girlfriend after Raquel. Absurd. And now they're in, yeah, they're in Mexico together or something. Enough. Enough. You're not fucking Bradley Cooper. Honestly, calm down. Like nobody cares. Now we get to talk about Lala, Lauren from Utah. Maybe our most... Lala is like the most on brand for us. Absolutely. <laughs> Lala is like family here. <laughs> Lala, you can sit with us. <laughs> yeah, totally. She is someone who I'm always back and forth with, whether I like her or don't like her. Mm-hmm. And again, she's someone who I want to be friends of friends with. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think her bark is as bad as her bite. I agree. I think that it's a lot of like projection, like it's very like performative, you know, and not even just for the show, but just like as a personality type, like I'm tough and ballsy and say it like it is. It's very like, I don't think it's real. But I did love when she said, you fucking Bambi eye bitch. I was like, Ooh, (laughs) I might use that. (laughs) Lala is also just such a good reality star. I do miss like I miss underdog Lala because that's where she was like at her peak, I think, is when they were bullying her and she was just so likable and funny. And, you know, that was a great time. That's what happens with every reality show, though. They come, they become too aware and it sucks. Yeah. Yeah, it does suck. And in her case, it's like, oh, you became a millionaire, like randomly for without doing anything. Well, she had to have sex with Randall. That's yeah. doing- <laughs> <It's> true. <laughs> <laughs> that man looks like a fucking thumb with a beard. Ew, he's so gross. <laughs> the first La La Blind is 2018. This closeted part-time reality star who would love to be a full-time one and is only famous because of an A-list reality family had to find another, another beard. They grow tired very quickly of how he shoves them in the background, treats them like crap, and doesn't pay them. And that is food god wanting a relationship with Lala. Could you imagine? I can't. (laughs) I can't. I can't. He's another one. I'm like, Jonathan, you're not famous enough for any of us to care if you do come out. Just please know that. Nobody gives a fuck. Everyone already thinks you're out. Yeah, like literally finding out that he wasn't out like 15 years into him being quote famous I was like what he's not Kim's gay best friend I thought he was too what like he watches her change clothes and shit she thinks that he's her gay best friend (laughs) so the following line's just really short this reality star from the show in the bar says she wants sexually serviced this permanent A-list mostly movie director after a dare. And that is Lala with Martin Scorsese. I need to be a part of whatever truth or dare Martin Scorsese is playing. (laughs) And Lala is somebody who would be like, oh, I can make you come in two seconds. Like, and would be proud of it. She's always the girl that picks dare. For sure. She's like, I'll take my top off before we even get started. (laughs) If only he could have listened to her b plusless reality star on a show you all love, calling him an old sweaty fat fuck to her friends. She told <laughs> she told these same friends that she was going to dump him if he didn't 
propose soon because he wasn't paying her bills any longer. I bet he figured it out before the wedding. Oh my God, Emmett. Uh, Randall, sorry, not Emmett. 2019. According to the police, there's something not quite right about the statement given by the A-list reality star who's only that high if you watch the actual show. Otherwise, you have no idea who she is. It could make sense to some extent if she split with the guy she is supposed to marry and was moving things out of his place to hers, but that's not what she told police. And that is when Lala said she lost $10,000 worth of belongings stolen from her car. This bar reality star should think twice about walking away from a hit show and the money she makes. She thinks she can get her own reality show based around a life event, but that won't happen except maybe as an on, as a one-off. Her life, minus the yachting and drinking, is just not that interesting. And that, of course, is her thinking that she was going to get a spinoff. I will tell you, though, that she, so she was on an episode of Flipping Out. Well, she was on a season of Flipping Out because Jeff Lewis was, like, doing their house. And it was weird to see, like, the other side, like, Lala as a wife at home. Like, no Vanderpump Rules cameras, just in her house. And, like, she was just barking orders at Randall and telling him to spend money. And he was terrified of her and doing it. And she'd be like, no, like, I want this countertop. And, like, that's this is my dream home. And, like, it was just crazy. I was like, this would be a good show, honestly. (laughs) This is actually pretty funny. Just her being mean to Randall. Yeah. Now, this era of blind items we're about to get into in 2019 was so iconic, in my opinion. I told you this week that if the money went bye-bye, that so would this bar reality star. It probably wasn't all the money, but maybe she found out how much he really has. Oh, or maybe she took the better offer from the rapper since he has been a contestant prior to this for her affection. You know he would just post that picture. That is when Lala, Randall, and 50 Cent were fighting. And 50 Cent said Lala ended up paying back the $1 million loan after the rapper relentlessly mocked them on Instagram. And that is also when Lala started deleting photos of Randall from her Instagram during the 50 cent feud. And that's when he also said, I'm sorry, Fofty. <laughs> that was crazy. That was insane. Like worlds colliding. The heart attack threatening producer just lost his highest, highest paying gig. That house of cards just got more shaky. Let's watch that wedding turn into an Elvis <laughs> elopement to save some money. And that is power being canceled. The main reason the serial cheating producer doesn't want to appear on the bar reality show is because of all the other women that would come forward saying they hooked up with him. And I feel like that adds up because once he started coming on the show, that's when stories started to like slowly come out about him also buying other girls Hummers and whatever. Yeah, when I found out that he was responsible for like one of Lindsay Lohan's many comebacks and like he was like, fronting the bill I was like oh okay now I know who Randall is got it well he was also I believe turtle on entourage is based on Randall oh really I didn't know that yeah he's one of Mark Wahlberg's like OG people that's so it would be turtle I'm pretty sure it's turtles (laughs) based on Randall oh my god The sugar baby slash reality star from Utah 
is telling her always running, running scared boyfriend that he needs to have different custody agreements than he does now. And it says Amber Childers blasts Lala Kent for sharing photos of her and Randall Emmett's children. And just today, Randall was posting in his story with Ocean, his daughter with Lala, opening birthday gifts alongside his ex and the two children they share. Oh, so maybe things are better now, but I was also like, are you just doing this to like make Lala really mad at you? Right. We're still in 2019. Usually the sugar baby reality star from Utah is so quick to fire back with some type of comment, but the cocaine thing has her quiet as a mouse. Are we really surprised that she loves her Coke? And that is when 50 Cent accused her of doing cocaine. You know, I long for a day when reality stars can just be honest about the fact that they all do cocaine because it's really not a scandal anymore. Right. It just, I know like second grade teachers who on the weekends do Coke, so. Are any of us like blown away by it though? It's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) This former A-list rapper turned actor slash producer slash social media troublemaker slash truth teller has told friends that he has picks to back up his most recent claims that which may be why the subject are staying quiet at this point about the revelations. I'm sure 50 does have some pictures of Lala doing some fucked up shit. Oh, yeah. And they probably came from Randall. Totally. The final blind of 2019. The boyfriend of this sugar baby slash reality star from Utah dropped six figures in Vegas. Hopefully he won't ask for any of those secondhand gifts back. And that's Randall allegedly buying gifts for women in Vegas. (laughs) We're now in 2020. The sugar baby from Utah, who now stars in reality television, was okay with postponing the huge public wedding, but was upset her significant other wouldn't at least make things official before then. Now she's probably like, thank God. I know. The sugar baby reality star bar employee knows she was very lucky to not be caught in the purge of her co-stars. Instead of being quiet and not drawing attention to herself, she just can't help being thirsty and is now being called out. So right away, that is when Lala made peace with Faith Stowers to, quote, avoid being fired. You could see the writing on the wall when I used this space several months ago to talk about this former sugar baby from Utah turned bar star and her puzzlement as to why she and her boyfriend could not have a quickie wedding. Yes, the grand nuptials would have would have to be delayed because of COVID, but she wanted to do the quickie thing and he said no. He has someone else he wants to give the thrice gifted card to. 2021. The long-running bar star should probably keep a close eye on her significant other. It sounds like he's moving towards re-gifting again. This bar star was at an LA Fashion Week event this weekend, and she acted like she was an A-lister. She wanted to be able to be seated before everyone else and even wanted security because she was sure she was going to be mobbed. Hardly anyone even recognized her or even cared who she was. That's the thing. Oh, sorry. No, you go. That's the thing that sucks about Lala. It's like, we really lost her, like all her charms and stuff. Like she, it really just went out the window when she met him, or I called him Emmett, when she met Russell. Russell? <laughs> just ignore me. Just, I'm going to just edit that out. <laughs> These are the final two blinds of 2021. 
The producer X of the bar star is having trouble meeting payroll on his latest project, followed by, despite what she says for sympathy, the bar star slash sugar baby will be back next season because it's 80% of her income. If any of these people quit Vanderpump Rules, they're fucking stupid. I know. I know. And banking on getting another reality show, it's like, that's not smart. Like, none of you are interesting enough that people want to watch you first like five months alone right and this is our final blind 2022 there is one bar star who was not shown much this season who is a server and actually works as many shifts as they can find meanwhile the former sugar baby just trolls for our new rich guy when she could work if she wanted and that's charlie versus lala i like charlie i think charlie was a good addition i I know actually some people are like, oh, you know, she's such a bitch. I'm like, she talked shit to Jax her first season. I'm yeah. here for it. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I agree. I liked Charlie. So, so yeah, so those are the blinds. There were n- no real Ariana blinds, no Tom Sandoval blinds, which I was shocked about. I'm shocked by that too. You know, somehow, even though Jax and Tom like gallivanted in the same circle, Somehow Tom is like, maybe just because Tom isn't like messy like Jax is. Like, he's like obviously much more private. And I've also heard Tom's actually really, really nice. I believe that. So that might help too. Yeah. I believe that. I, I get judged a lot for saying this, but like, honestly, if there was one person on the show that I could like see myself like clinking a glass with and like having a good conversation with at a bar, it'd be Tom. That's true. Honestly, he just seems like a nice guy. I would say mine would probably be Ariana or Katie. Mm -hmm. But I think Tom, I could easily talk to. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I don't know if I could talk to Katie, but Ariana for sure. Yeah. Ariana would be fun. It depends how many drinks I'd have. Then I would gravitate towards Kristen and be like, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing outside in this corner? (laughs) Give me a cigarette. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, I think we can say the cast of Vanderpump Rules, not all of them, mm-hmm. but fairly rotted. The OGs for sure rotted. Very fun. Um, I, I like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I just want to say it's a different brand of rot than like Dan Schneider. Understand when we say rotted, it's, it's an umbrella term, I guess. Yeah. But they're not them. No, they're just messy idiot reality stars. And like slightly racist and homophobic. Right. Uh, I will say that I wish the show would just fucking end. Like, I really, it's like embarrassing. And unless they're going to like sweep the cast, it's just, it's just either end or like rebrand because it's not Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. The only thing I think is like now with Raquel and James being broken up, Lala being single. Mm Mm-hmm. And Katie and Tom breaking up. But again, it gets to a point in any reality show where the cast members almost become producers. Yeah. So it's tough. Like none of them, I know that they hired new cast members that like still work at the restaurant, but it's like the amount of time that we spent, this used to be a show about the inner workings of this restaurant, the drama that happens behind the scenes, right? Mm -hmm. That is not what this show is about. No. Not even 1%. 
Even if they rebranded it to TomTom. Right. People always say that. It's like, yeah, just like, let's go watch a new group of people. Like, I'm down for that. And the bartenders at TomTom were super nice. Yeah. Like, definitely. when you went, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I was there, like, they were all really fun and, like, down to party and, like, shots and all this stuff. So I say rebrand it to TomTom. I think that that would be incredible. I really Because you won't lose anybody. Yeah, I think that they should do, like, that's the thing that I think, like, Below Deck has always had over, like, Vanderpump, where you never get sick of Below Deck because it's a constant rotating, very interesting group of people. It always feels fresh. It always feels new. Like, Vanderpump just feels so beat to death. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about anything going on in Tom and Katie's relationship anymore. I don't care. I don't care. Oh, but whatever. So that's our first episode of season two, guys. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Um, Yeah, we're definitely going to get yelled at by some cast members. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's all public. It's all out there, you know. And it's all alleged. And old as shit, honestly. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Please make sure to hit subscribe, rate, all that fun stuff. We have some doozies coming. I can't believe it just said doozies, like a 90-year-old one. We got some doozies coming up for season two. We do, though. They're going to be, this is going to be a very, very fun season. Yeah, I'm excited. But we love you guys very much. Again, thank you to everybody who came to our live shows. Um, and we love you. Bye. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.